Welcome to Cricket, only better episode 206. I'm Ed Hawkins. The Ashes are exactly that, they're no more. Now for the truly big event of the summer, it's the one you've all been waiting for. It is, of course, the the 100, and this is the ultimate betting guide to the 100, an opportunity for Sam Collins to admonish the ECB about their priorities, perhaps. Right, Sam? Thanks, Hawkins. I think you possibly know me too well. I'm thrilled that the England players will be available to play in this year's 100, whether they are uh, physically or mentally able to do so is by the by, because it's about commerce. And um, who am I to complain that uh, that the series has been condensed into what five weeks, five or six weeks? Um, and um, as a consequence, we, I don't know, it's a cluster muck, isn't it, Hawkins? Mm, what can we do? Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, none of you guys are here for that. You are here for this man, betting dog. Paul Krishnamurti. Hello, Paul. Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm very well, Paul. I'm very well. Um, Hawkins, as you say, this is the the ultimate betting guide to the 100. Uh, Richard Mann still on paternity leave. Um, I, we couldn't coax him back to the show somehow. But um, the guys here do, I reliably informed him, all the info you will need to wager wisely with Betfair Exchange and the Betfair Sportsbook during this um, this, this tournament of sorts. Um, right, Hawkins, can you put some more flesh on those bones, maybe? Yes, it is a team-by-team team guide on this edition of The Cob. Uh, we've got each team ranked on batting and bowling power. Plus, Paul Krishnamurti and I are going to pick our top three finishers in the league ladder. And we will be analysing every single um, crisp that sponsors. <laughs> um, right, we start with the outright, as always. Betfair, Exchange, Betfair Sportsbook prices to win the 202300 are Trent Rockets, the champions, at 9-2. to two. Um, Southern Brave, inaugural winners at 9-2. to two. These names, they just don't get any better, do they? Manchester Originals, runners-up last year, are 5-1. to one. Birmingham Phoenix, 11-2. to two. Um, Then three teams at 6-1. to one. London Spirit, Oval Invincibles and Northern Superchargers. Wellfire bringing up the rear at 7-1. to one. I feel dirty saying those names. Hawkins, housekeeping, please. How does this tournament work? Yeah, you got to get in the front three in this league ladder. That's all you've got to do. The team that finishes top goes straight to the final, then second versus third plays off to join them in the final. Five wins may be enough to get you into that top three, uh, and it may be that you need net run rate to do so. Each team will play four matches home and away, and this includes, includes one match against every other side in the competition, and then a bonus match against their nearest rivals. Uh, so that's um, presumably it's going to be the same as last time. Phoenix and Rockets, Brave and Fire, Manchester and Northern Superchargers. And then, of course, London teams, Spirit and Oval. They might oh. be, that might be crucial. We don't know. We'll see as we get into it. Nothing beats artificially constructed drama, does it? Um, right, Paul Krishnamurti, you're, you've been looking at betting angles and I gather you may have come up with something on runs and sixes. Yes, yeah, so as always, um, looking through all the grounds, which are the best ones to play and which ones not to. Now, first of all, just so I mean, par on par in, in the hundred seems to be around about a hundred. That's where it starts the par line. So let's say that's twenty five less than a IPL PSL game, and building on that comparison. So already this year we've seen like absolute record breaking runs in both of those tournaments. And 
you might think that would translate to an even shorter format, but you'd be surprised it doesn't. Um, looking at the last two years, there's only been two scores of over of 190 or more. Both came at the same ground, Headingley. Um, both were over 200. So, really, when you think that in the IPL we've seen up to 250 and loads of 215s, 220s, 225s, you would have thought you'd seen more. But clearly, you can't do this in English, English conditions. At least that's what we've seen so far. So, um, what's the most reliable grounds? Uh, well, to hit the 140 or more first innings line, Edgbaston has a 100% record, eight matches out of eight. Old Trafford has an 83% re- uh, return, which surprised me a bit. And Headingley has 75%, not surprising. Go for the higher line, the 160 plus, which is probably where you'll get a juicier price, maybe two to one or bigger in games. Edgbaston's got a 50% uh, return, so that's got to be a bet. And Trent, Trent Bridge and Headingley are both 38%, so I think you'll probably get a slight edge there. On the sixes front, um, again, Edgbaston is the most reliable. Um, as far as hitting the 15 or more line that they often put up on the exchange, Edgbaston, that goes over 75%, that, that lands 75% of the time, Headingley 50%. Notably at the Rose Bowl, it hasn't been a single game where they've hit 15 or more sixes. And for the unders line, for the 10 or fewer line, Rose Bowl and Lords and Old Trafford are all 67%. Sophia Garden is 63%. So I would say back unders at those four grounds because I would imagine that the line's still going to be 12.5 in most games. Um, and I particularly focus on the Rose Bowl, where, as I say, there's not been any high 60s counts at all. Okay. okay. Thanks very much for Marty. Um, team by team guide starts in a second. Hawkins, please, can you explain the ranking system for each team? Certainly can. It's all about the possible 11s, which uh, I've spent a few days going through and trying to work out. So possible 11s for each team. And then from those possible 11s, we take a bowling economy for the most likely front five, the cumulative, and then work out the average. There we go. And then we rank them from that. And then we do the same for your top six possible 11s in batting order. Uh, we looked at boundary percentage in terms of sixes and these top sixes, and then we've done exactly the same thing. Cumulative, average them. Bob's your uncle. There's a ranking system. Okay, what a life you lead, Edward Hawkins. Um, you know the names, numbers, and come up with such wonderful stats. Thank you very much. Right, so we go to the team by team um, in reverse betting order, and we start with drumroll, please, the Welsh Fire. That's the noise of my soul leaving my body. Hawkins, um, please tell us names and numbers. Uh, seven to one, Betfair Sportsbook. Uh, league finishing positions, eighth and seventh. Dreadful. They've only won three games in the 100, uh, Welsh Fire. Um, but they're quite good with uh, the ranking systems, fourth and fourth, bowling and batting, of course. Possible 11 for you. Besto, Eskenazi, Clark, Phillips. That's Glenn Phillips, Abel. Willie Douthwaite, Shaheen Sharafridi, Harris Ralph, uh, Roller Fandemova, and then Jake Ball. You can see where they've tried to change things up. So, two Pakistan pace aces. Glenn Phillips is a good pickup. I think they're going to be a bit better. I don't think they can be as bad uh, as they have been over the last two campaigns, particularly with those Pakistan fast bowlers and Glenn Phillips. Eskenazi is um, 
uh, fearsome hitter at the top of the order. I guess it all depends on how Johnny Bairstow turns up. If he turns up, this is probably the big question about the whole tournament. How many of these England players are, are, are going to be mentally and physically able to perform at their best? Maybe not for a while. Uh, and that'll probably even itself out. Maybe they'll get better well, as the tournament course, goes on. Of course he's going to turn up. That famous Welsh pride that, you know, Johnny Bear, cursing through Johnny Bairstow's mm. veins. Yeah, yeah. So, local connection, authenticity, and integrity. Yeah. Um, Do you like this lot? Give us a verdict, please. Well, I think if you didn't know anything about the hundred in the first two seasons, you just looked at that lineup. You'd say they had a chance. That is not a bad lineup, and you would think that the Freedy Ralph pairing is just virtually priceless at this level. But I'm going to probably keep referring to this throughout the show on all the teams. Over the last couple of years, we've discussed this a lot, the importance of franchise pedigree, and that these tournaments aren't that hard to pick normally. We just saw Mumbai Indians New York win the Major League Cricket last night, who started as the favourites. We've seen it time and time again. So given that, it's very hard to back a team that has won three games so far in two years. Uh, but I do agree with Ed, that's that's a good line, certainly a good batting lineup as well. And they should improve, but I, they're not on my list anywhere near the winner's market. OK, thanks, Paul Krishnamurti. Away we go. Three teams at six to one, but um, we've decided to go in first with the uh, the 11 people who have decided to call themselves the Superchargers and who finished in the lowest ladder position. Hawkins, over to you. Yeah, fifth and fourth. Ladder positions last two years. Well, only two years, of course. Cumulative first five bowling rank is fifth. Uh, top six is boundary rank. Is second. That's quite a good, decent number. Uh, number five uh, on bowling, considering that Headingley pitch. Um, possible eleven for you. Banton and Live opening the bat. And Live is uh, who knows which Live's going to turn up. Sometimes brilliant, other times utterly forgettable. Uh, Matthew Short, the Australian. Um, Harry Brook, Ben Stokes. I'm going to repeat myself about the England players coming back in. I just don't really know how they're going to how they're going to go. Uh, David Vitzer, Wayne Parnell. Um, Adil Rashid, Callum Parkinson, Brendan Cass, Bryden Cass, um, and Ollie Robinson, uh, potentially for uh, superchargers. Uh, front six is very strong. Uh, Visa in the finishing slot is very good, but I'm um, talking about uh, franchise pedigree that Paul just mentioned there. Yeah, I mean, it, if this was a first-year competition, then it could be a bolter that won it, but we're really seeing now such professionalism at these levels Unless it's a completely new league starting from scratch, and I leave out the, the USA franchise from that because uh, obviously we've got franchise teams all over the world now, so they're just picking up players and dropping them in. It's hard to see a bowl to win it. Um, so superchargers uh, may lack a bit of experience. Okay. Um, do you like these guys, Paul Krishnamurti? I mean, I would say surely Ben Stokes has the good sense not to play in a um, pointless T20 tournament, but um, then, you know, we saw what happened earlier this year. Tell us what, what's going on. You wouldn't expect to see much of Stokes in this, but maybe we'll play a couple of games. But I mean, Stokes aside, again, on paper, very good side. Um, if you think that all-rounders are the way forward in this form of cricket, and generally I think it is. Um, I think Visa and Parnell was a brilliant couple of finishes there. 
as well, obviously, with Harry Brook and some attacking openers. Matthew Short's also a bit like Adam Live, isn't he? He's, you know, he's very hit on most. He was outstanding in the big bash. Um, but generally, I wouldn't say so most consistent. I mean, I don't think that, I don't really see these as massive title contenders. But what I would say is that we're going to see some really big scores at Headingley. That is the place to back your 160s, 180s, even your 200s at silly odds. And that is a batting lineup that could do it. Okay, um, thanks very much. Anything to add to that, Hawkins? No, I think um, I think there is a lineup which could could go well, and also think you could probably uh, think about teams which are going to go to Headingley and reference some of these bowling ranks that we're going to be um, talking about, uh, and then compare and contrast. You know, match it up with a bowling team you expect to do well, and we might be talking uh, match it up with a bowling team you expected to do badly in terms of economy, and we might be talking about one of those next. Okay, um, the improbably named Oval Invincibles, whose very existence or name is a paradox. Um, they've not won the title. They've not won much. Hawkins, um, will they be um, invincible this year? A league positions fifth and fourth, uh, most recent. First, bowling economy rank, they're sixth, uh, which is a surprise, actually, when we look at their possible 11. A top six boundary rank is uh, first. Uh, often you do get a team um, which just blasts their way into, into a playoff. Um, but rarely do they get over the line. They, rarely do they get all the way. You've got to be a balanced team with bat and ball. Uh, possible 11, Roy, who is on the way, and I think Jax, who isn't class and the best white ball batter in the world for my money at the moment. Sam Billings, Sam Curran, Ross Whiteley, who's a fantastic finisher. Tom Curran, they bat deep this lot. Briggs, Isanola, fantastic death bowler. Zampa and Gus Atkinson, who's... Um, Tipped for England starter, actually now uh, Stuart Broad has packed it all in. Uh, I suggested the bat to lay on this lot on betting dot bet for 8.40 uh, because of that batting power. And I think I think the bowling is going to do a little bit better than that ranking suggests. However, uh, what is also key is they might get two, they will get two games against the spirit, and we'll talk about them in a bit. They, they might be the weakest lot in it. Okay, um, Paul Krishnamurti, do you agree with Hawkins's assessment? Do you disagree? I think that's a very good argument. I, I'm very surprised to see them at that odds, given the personnel in that squad, and just generally, you, I just assume that teams associated with Surrey would be respected by the market. Um, the fact they've not done anything special both times and negative, but indeed terribly, they were mid division. But this is really is a class lineup. I mean, you've got two of the biggest stars, mega stars in T20 cricket there. Um, I agree with Ed. I would say Heimat Klassen is along with Sky Yadav, the best batsman in the world in this format at the moment. And you've got Sam Curran, who had a disappointing IPL, but has been brilliant in everything else he's done. Um, Isanula was outstanding in the PSL on roads as well, bowling on roads. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't contend. It's only, the only negative is that they failed both times, but as I said, it didn't do terribly. So, why not? Certainly at 8.4, as a good bet. Okay. Uh, last of our group of four, it's the London Spirit, who finished third last term. They're also 6-1. to one. Hawkins, how do they fare? Uh, third last season, yeah, as you said, eighth the season before. So difficult to predict um, from one year to the next. So I think it's going to be easy to predict this year. They're six on bowling rank and they're eighth for, for six ability. Um, and you'll see why possible 11 for you, Crawley. Rossington, Wade, Mitchell, Bopara, 
don't laugh. He struck at 184 last term, and he's going to have to squeeze out Dan Lawrence. I think I don't see how he gets into this team. Dan Lawrence, uh, Thompson, the ordinary, all, the ordinary all rounder, the all rounder, Jordan Thompson, uh, Matt Critchley, a good pickup from Welsh Fire, Dawson, uh, Wood. That's Mark Wood, Ellis, and Crane. I mean, repeating myself again. Does Mark Wood's body allow him to start the series? No. Does it allow him to finish it? No. Um, and then we look at who they could play in his place, and there's very, very little there, uh, I'm afraid. I think Chris Wood will have to come into the team. Um, so I think they're going to struggle. They've lost Glenn Maxwell and uh, Karen Pollard, who were key to them last term, getting them up into that third position. I think they're going to struggle. And as I said, that um, extra game that Oval get against them uh, is, a, is a boost for them. Paul Krishnamurti, which is the real London spirit? Uh, 2022, was that a flash in the pan? Well, I think it probably will prove to be so. They do look very unbalanced for the reasons Ed said. I mean, you don't want to be relying on Mark Wood for a whole tournament and where's the backup? They've got good spinners, but really, where's the pace there? Um, great top four. Can't argue with that at all. Could see them getting runs. Washington goes berserk from the start, doesn't he? As well, Wade's been really good at this level, Daryl Mitchell too. Um, so possibly a team to have, uh, this could be the team that when they go to Headingley to do overs on runs or Edgbaston, because I think there's going to be a lot in their games. Okay, thanks, Paul. Halfway through, folks, just time for me to say that every single game in the 100 will be previewed on betting.betfair. Edward Hawkins has moved seamlessly from his uh, salacious Ashes previews. Um, four more teams to come. And uh, then we will be naming our projected front three in the league ladder. But next up is the 11-2 Birmingham Phoenix. Um, over to Hawkins. League positions uh, finishing fourth last year. Uh, first in a ladder in the inaugural uh, season. Community first five bowling economy rank is number one. And they're third for hitting sixes. So really strong uh, potential performance for Birmingham uh, possibly a, a Rick here on the outright prices, may I suggest. Possible 11 for you, Smeed, Duckett, Moeen, Livingston, Shadab, Shadab Khan, uh, Miles Hammond, uh, Jamie Smith, the Surrey wicketkeeper, uh, batter who could be playing for England uh, shortly, uh, Chris Wokes, Benny Howe, Adam Milne and Kane Richardson. Uh, Moeen's obviously going to play later on in the series uh, because of that injury. Chris Wokes will probably have a rest. Uh, um, so they do have players to come in. Tom Helm, uh, much improved uh, in the pace department. Uh, Dan Mouse is a decent uh, player as well. Hits a, a hard ball. Uh, Henry Brooks is another one to watch out for. Uh, the problem is wicketkeeper. Uh, Jamie Smith's really got to step up and make it as a T20 hitter. Um, some suggesting that Ben Duckett could keep wicket, but he didn't do so for Welsh Fire and I suspect when they start to do that, that's when uh, they've got issues. But I think they're probably a wrong price on balance. OK. Um, what are your thoughts, Paul Krishnamurti? These guys are team to trade? Oh, they're, they're very, very strong. Um, once again, franchise pedigree is just they scream contenders, this team. Um, can't really see a weakness. I mean, Ed mentions that Smith has all hit keeper that potentially, but... It's only a small weakness, and they might just be able to hide him in that batting order over 100 balls. Um, 
I think the fact that they have the top bowling economy is an astonishing stat because their home ground is the most expensive. Edgbaston is the one where 100% of first innings have been 140 plus. So I think that speaks volumes about how good they are. And I think that they've, they've got to be on anyone's shortlist. Um, certainly, that's a team that you would back to get big scores at Edgbaston as well at home. Okay, lovely stuff, Paul. Thank you very much. Southern Brave up next, five to one with Betfair Sportsbook. Um, Hawkins, you've got a real downer on these guys, and I'm really keen to hear why. Well, they finished seventh last time, and that was two games against their local neighbours, um, the Welsh Fire. So, finishing seventh with a gimme's against Welsh Fire, um, they've got um. A ranking of seven with the ball and five with the bat, so they're not doing anything particularly well. And uh, may I suggest if you've got a bowling rank of seven when you're playing your home games at AGS Bowls, that something's not going quite right. Possible eleven for you: Conway, Alan, Vince, of course, fantastic player, loose deploy, Tim, David, Craig Overton, Rahan Ahmed, George Garton, uh, Chris Jordan, Tim Mills, uh, and Matt Fisher. Um, I just wonder whether a batter short, uh, deploy, and David both good, good hitters and good finishers. But I'd, I'd like another. Uh, batter in there. Uh, I think Craig Overton's probably batting a bit too high. Um, and if there was a price to finish bottom and keep an eye on Betfair Sports, but they may well come up with that. I think I might be having a little bit of a dabble on on this lot to finish bottom. Oh, um, Paul Krishnamurti. Hawkins is really down on them. Um, has he got it wrong? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they don't interest me as a bet as second favourites. I think that's an overreaction. And I, I agree, you cannot put out your mind what happened last year and um, to take Joffre Archer out of that squad is a big loss. But that is still a very good side. I'm not sure that... I, I think I might start to disagree with Edmund on, slightly on the batting order thing here because over 100... I think we've lost Paul. I'm wondering how... <laughs> that top five will get a lot done. Devin Conway has been pretty... You've lost me. Yeah, I think you're back again, though, Paul, so carry right. on. Okay, right, yeah. Um, I mean, Devin Conway is as good as anybody, really, in T20 cricket at the moment. He's a big big player to have. James Vince, Tim David as well. And when you look at that lineup there, the, that probable lineup you've put up, Jordan at nine means they can bat deep. Uh, it is an advantage to play Welsh Fire twice, definitely. Um, so I'm not ruling them out, but I, considering the strength of other sides, they wouldn't be my better second favourites. Okay, thanks very much, Paul. Uh, top two in the betting: Trent Rockets at nine to two, and the Adidas Originals. At, no, sorry, Manchester Originals Ives with Betfair Sportsbook. Um, Hawkins, please tell us about Manchester. Yeah, runners up last time, second in the league. Uh, they were six the previous year, so marked improvement. Uh, three with the ball, ranking seventh with the bat, surprisingly low. Uh, possible eleven for you, Butler and Salt. Uh, opening the batting so they could really afford to actually be reckless and cut loose. Len Laurie Evans, Wayne Manston, Ashton Turner, Paul Walter is a good hitter, Jamie Overton, Hartley Gleeson, Osama, uh, Mir, who replaces Wanindo Hisaranga, that's a really good pickup. Uh, and Josh Little has been a good death bowler. Um I, I think they're I think they're strong. I think they've got good numbers. Uh, I like them. I think they can build on uh, last season and I expect them to get into that top three. Okay, um, Paul Krishnamurti, can they go one better this year? Uh, they can. I, I, I think I pretty much agree with his analysis of this lot. Um, 
I'm not at all unhappy for them to lose Andre Russell, who to me seems every franchise he's involved with seems overrated at the moment. And they have an, such a good top order that might rescue the slightly ordinary middle order or lack of all-rounders. The bowling is really outstanding. I mean, I think Josh Little it could be the bowler of the tournament. He would be the player I'd want to bat top wicket team. Uh, take a five, uh, 13 wickets in five games last year. Bowls of the death, outstanding in the IPL. And I haven't seen much of Osama Mir, but um, if you would think a decent international quality Pakistan leg spinner would cause a lot of damage too. And spin's often always a major factor at Old Trafford. So, yeah, I would say definitely contenders. And again, 7.2, not a bad price at all. Okay. Thank you very much, Paul. And so we move on to the holders, the Rockets. And the question, Hawkins, is are they going to sock it to the rest of them? Um, what names and numbers do you have for us? So first and third in, in two years, uh, second on bowling rank, sixth on uh, boundary percentage rank. I do need to update the bowling economy ranking because breaking news tonight is that Rashid Khan, of course, has ruled himself out. So our bowling economy rank is uh, likely to be uh, coming down a bit. Um, but possible 11 for you, Hales, Munro, Munro, Hales, Milan, Munro, Sam Hain, Lewis Gregory, Gregory, Daniel Sams, Moore, Samet Patel, uh, Wheel, Lukewood, uh, Lukewood, Ish Sodi, uh, Imad Wazim is coming in for the first three games, then Ish Sodi takes over, Ish Sodi's of course a good solid pickup. Um, uh, decent depth here, Matt Carter will do a good job for you, Sam Cook, uh, good pace bowler. Um, potentially in the in in the England frame, um, I think they're going to be difficult to st- to stop really. Um, so Tom Cole Cadmore is a player who could come into this side and 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 hit well as well. So they've got lots lots of options. And Rashid Khan wasn't around last season. I think he played three games. So it's not Rashid Khan missing out is not this absolute disaster that people might make out. So don't worry about that. Well, Krishnamurti, please do your thing. Well, I mean, bombshell news, though. I didn't know that about Rashid Khan. Um, I certainly have Trent Rockets as the team to beat. Again, franchise pedigree, it's obvious. They're defending champions. I was going to say they should, they're going to be stronger with Rashid Khan for the whole season. But they're still in, incredibly strong. The third of the season before just had one disastrous day in the semi final. Um, lots have been 12 out last 14 blast quarterfinals. You can't really pick anything apart with that lineup, can you? Perhaps the bowling's not that strong without Rashid, but it's, it's still fair. Got a good all-rounder with Daniel Sams, Samit Patel. Um, again, go back to the franchise pedigree thing. No, no, of the 92 suggests that they have an 18% chance of winning this. Considering what we've seen in other tournaments with favourites or second or third favourites winning or two of them get to the final, I just think 18% is an underestimate. It's probably more like 28, 30. Okay. Thanks very much, Paul Krishnamurti. Uh, team guide is all done. Now for the business end, no best bets, but instead Edward Hawkins and Paul Krishnamurti are going to pick their top three and rest assured, I will not let them forget it. Um, Hawkins, you first and then Paul Krishnamurti. Okay. Well, I think uh, Rockets are still going to be very, very strong. So I've got them finishing in first position still uh and the theme is franchise pedigree uh as paul said about the percentage chances there uh 
all Rockets need to do is finish it in, in the front three, you know, even in the semi-final, not going to be uh, nines, two on and out, right? So uh, Rockets finishing top uh, and then Phoenix, uh, who've got a very strong squad and great depth. And then Originals, I think, might just squeeze out Oval Invincibles, the Oval Invincibles trail. I think they're going to start uh, nice and fast, so you'll get some uh, honey on their price on the exchange to trade it. But Rockets, Phoenix, and the Originals potentially on net run rate from Oval. Okay. Paul Christomati, please. I'm going to have the same three, slightly different order. Um, I have Phoenix in third. I was going to put Tip Trent Rockets, but without a Rashid Khan, I'm just going to put them in second and give it to Manchester Originals this year for first place. Okay, thanks very much. Any more for any more? Anything Look, to add? Or- well, I mean, just, just that it's very reassuring for everybody, I'm sure, that Paul and I agree uh, whether you think we know what we're talking about or not. If you think we know what we're talking about, great. And then if you don't, you can lay all three, can't you? So you, <laughs> everybody's winning. Am I going mad? Did Yorkshire used to be called Yorkshire Phoenix as well? Uh, Someone was, yeah. Someone was called Phoenix. Not in this, in the blast. I can't remember who it was. Um, Yorkshire Carnegie for a a while, wasn't it? They still are, aren't they, in the other cup? Yes, yeah. So... Look, we've we've all got lives to go to. We can't. I can't stand here pulling us around with with <laughs> Phoenix names and Phoenix Knights and all the other stuff. Um, all done on the Cricket Only Better Cricket Only Better special for this year's hundred. Um, please do check out betting.betfair for all those matches and all Hawkins's thoughts on them. And um, we, of course, are back next week for more wise betting advice. More so, we hope. Um, please. Have a lovely time and we will see you next week.